Abdag. What's up? How are we doing today? You know, given the circumstances, not that bad. Rip Twins. Rip Twins. It, we know that it's officially fall when the Twins have been swept in the playoffs, so it's officially fall. Uh, me and Ben just watched uh, the Twins lose Game 2 to the Astros, so that's it. The Houston Astro-risks. Yeah, which we're, still, we're still doing that. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Rip Buxton, Rip Sano. Rip, rip, rip everyone. Rip everyone. Yeah. Rip, rip, rip. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that, uh, we, we, rec- we recently have become aware that uh, Evan's friend Jacob thinks it's funny when, so somehow, somehow there is someone who listens to this podcast that is not uh, in Schaefer Bowl, and it's Evan's college friend Jacob. We appreciate you, Jacob. Shout out, Jacob. Uh, we have just taken a moment at the start of the podcast to uh, shout out, Jacob. Jacob thinks it's funny that we say rip about everything yeah so we're... J- jacob like has, the last few times he's listened to the show has texted uh me and said like pointed out various verbal tics that we have uh so i know that throughout the show we're gonna say things and inside i'll be cringing a little <laughs> bit. like when like when we, we just say rip back and forth uh so i'm gonna try to use more of my words more of my vocabulary to no uh, no 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 myself. evan no evan this is business 101 you have to you have to be, stay true to yourself. Uh, okay. Stay true to your audience. The, the brand. O- the audience wants us to say rip. Mm, you know, okay. that's. I think it's. it's we gotta it's, give the people. It's what like they want. it's like how it's like how Cheetos. Whoever makes Cheetos, Frito Lay, they like thought about getting rid of the dust, but then they found that people actually, the core consumer, mm. they really like the dust. Uh, so even so rip is our dust. Even though something might seem like it's a flaw. It's really like it's the glue that holds the whole yeah. thing together. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, we're keeping rip and all the other verbal ticks. But we could, probably. we could, we could lay off of it a little. Bit. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, some other, some uh, on a similar note, I, I've recently become aware that Tom's fiance Ashley is, as Evan put it, somewhat of a captive audience <laughs> to the podcast. We'll uh, take it. Uh, yeah. Tom, Tom, and Ashley provided some some good. Well, it was just Tom. I don't, ha- I don't have Ashley's phone number. Or maybe I do. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I was, I, I've become aware that last week we had some, some shoddy background noise during the pod, so make sure we're keeping the garage door shut and yeah. uh, we're really soundproofing. No fresh air for us, guys. All for you. This, this pod is now has the audio quality of this, so, some, this American life. Something that has really good audio quality. <laughs> yeah. Um, another so, podcast. So shout shout out Jacob. Shout out Ashley. Evan, this podcast is really growing. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I would put the valuation of the uh, like the the equity that this pod holds. It's it's definitely at least four figures by now. Damn. I would. Damn. I'd say somebody would pay us maybe four figures for the rights to this podcast. Does that include uh, the figures after the decimal? I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe not. Okay. Anyway, so some, think, some, some, so what were we going to say? We've got some huge news this week. Yeah, I was going to say. I think I, this is the biggest story that we've had since we started this podcast. Uh, it was a trade that just went through. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, This is, so I was going to talk about, um, you know, some of the recent developments today from, uh, we're recording this on Wednesday, September 30th at four o'clock, uh, there is a game postponement, but mm-hmm. before we get to that, there's something even bigger that's happened. Yeah, I just think this trade is so monumental that I mean we have to discuss it right away. Um, one of one of the best athletes of our generation, um, a, a man who played both college basketball 
and then converted to an NFL tight end. Like, how how is one capable of doing that? It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Uh, was traded for a man who I think won a national championship. National champion. Yeah. National yeah. championship at Clemson. Um, yeah. So the trade is this. Uh, so Quinn will receive T Higgins. The Bengals rookie wide receiver. 33rd overall pick this year. And Tim will receive Mo Alley Cox, former VCU basketball Ram and current Indianapolis Colt tight end. Yes. That is a huge, a huge like ground shaking trade. I, I don't see I I usually complain about that one trade. I had that got vetoed this that one time. Uh-huh. Like, if this trade doesn't get vetoed, um it. Like, I don't know how we maintain the integrity of this league. I don't know, like, this league is, is it going to fall apart? Yeah, um, right. People are going to, there's going to, people are going to be up in arms. I mean, trading someone who went, like, second on the waivers this week for someone who went, like, fifth on the waivers this week as well. That, I mean, that's just a fucking coup. <laughs> Pretty incredible. Um, So, Evan, in your opinion, like, who, who's the big winner from this trade? Uh, I, so I think I think the big winner is Quinn because he basically moved up on the waiver and gave up nothing for it. So that, that's a huge that's a, a huge win for Quinn. Uh, he he gets T Higgins who has uh, let me see here like what seven NFL catches, eight Something NFL like catches for a total of seventy five yards. I mean that's that's the kind of production that you don't find every day. Uh, so. In all seriousness, uh, if we're gonna stop the bit at some point, why <laughs> well, did you guys make this trade? I'm on the I'm on the Malali Cox Wikipedia page right now, and Malali Cox won an Atlantic Ten championship. Huge. So uh, that's fair. That's a big deal. That's pretty. That's pretty. That's a pretty big uh, deal. Yeah, I'm just confused as to why Tim would do this because, like, if you actually liked uh, Malali Cox why, more than T Higgins, why didn't he just claimed him he, yeah, today? Yeah, he should have just claimed. Malali like literally, Cox. nothing has changed. I I don't understand it. Uh, Quinn must have been. Quinn must have said something he pretty must have persuasive. Been persuasive yeah. I, I'm impressed at the sales pitch. I agree. Quinn should go into sales. Yeah. I'm impressed. Do it, Quinn. Uh, anyway, all right. Move, <laughs> moving on. Uh, I, 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 uh, was, I was thinking, so last week, just to kind of tie up some loose ends, we're, I, we're a Tyrod Taylor podcast. Oh, yeah. We love Tyrod Taylor. And we talked about there was this mysterious chest injury that uh, Tyrod Taylor sustained last week. Um, what was it last? Uh, well, two like two weeks ago, before week two, before yeah. week two, and on the pod we were saying like, oh, he had some weird, ch- weird tight yeah, chest I thought tightness. Might have been a heart thing or something. Yeah, turns out, <laughs> turns team, out. team doctor, likely, likely former team doctor, <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, punctured his lung trying to inject a painkiller for like a bruised rib, yeah, that's, or something. That's not great. That it, would hurt. It's the kind of thing that gets you sued as a doctor, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So Jay, um, if Jay, if Jay is listening, um, take notes. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Aim to not puncture the lung. Yeah. Yeah. It's also great that that happened, like not during the week or anything, not like before the Friday practice or whatever, but like an hour before their game, like someone had to go to Anthony Lynn, Chargers head coach and be like, sir, uh, (laughs) Tyrod is hurt. And he's like, what happened? Did he pull a hamstring? Like, like what, what happened? Did you know, he's just stretching and he pulled something. Uh, well, so they were trying to do a shot and he punctured his lung. <laughs> I, see, I can't I, even imagine. I don't even think they knew that until like he went to the hospital and they probably, yeah. they probably didn't like the, the doctor who did it probably didn't even know until I'm sure, I'm sure that I'm sure that the doctor shit his pants because I'm sure what happened was the, uh, you know, I'm sure at the hospital they ran tests and then they figured mm-hmm. out what had happened and then they were like, 
oh shit. Yeah, so I'm not really sure how long because you would never get like you would never guess that right yeah, until yeah. like until you have. Evidence I'm guessing it's of the it. kind of thing where like it probably hurt in the moment, but it wasn't like oh man, he's punctured his lung. I, I don't think we knew it right away. So yeah, I do wonder how long that'll keep him out, um, and if they're just gonna stick with Justin Herbert when Tyrod comes back. I, that's what it seems like. They'll probably just stick with Herbert, should, right? I mean, Their offense was better. Yeah, he's been playing pretty well. He's got over 300 yards in both of his games, which is pretty great for a rookie. As someone who has Keenan Allen, I hope they don't switch back to <laughs> Tyrod. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, it, if it's another couple of weeks, they'll get more time with Herbert to see how it is. So. All right, I have, I have two more things. Two one, more, right. Um, thing number one, uh, Thursday night football and Monday night football this week, both pretty disappointing. What is the Monday night? No, no, no! From this past week. Oh, okay. Like, like Raven, like Ravens, Ravens, Chiefs. We thought it was gonna be this great game. Yeah. And we were also really excited for Jags Dolphins because yeah. Gardner versus Fitzpatrick, and uh, yeah, neither of them really delivered. So that was too bad. Yeah. Um. And the other thing is, I'm sure some of us have heard, well, some from the group chat that uh, this Tennessee Tennessee Titans three players tested positive for COVID. Um. That's so that their game this week against the Steelers is getting postponed to Tuesday, people seem to think. Maybe Monday, though, too. No, nothing official yet. I'm really hoping for Tuesday because Tuesday night football is hilarious. So so who's playing Monday night? Uh, I don't know. Because, like, if it's at... Oh, it's... Uh, if it's at someone on the West Coast... It, it's Falcons-Packers. Oh, so no. So... I, I if, it, if it had just happened to have been a team that's West Coast, they could have done double the header. Double header. They could have. Yeah. yeah. I, I imagine they'll move it to Tuesday for TV. And, yeah. You know, you might as well get the extra day. Like, it doesn't hurt you in any way. Yeah. Really. So, I think they'll do it on Tuesday. Yeah. So, just for fantasy purposes, it seems like uh, that game is going to count towards week four. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully they play it and you don't just get fucked by <laughs> trying to score it. It would be great if they cancel yeah. on Tuesday and everyone who's, like, got a Steelers player in the lineup is like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's much better for, as opposed to, they were talking about, like, switching bye weeks and stuff yeah, like that. that. And that then you, if you have any Steelers or Titans players, you're kind of fucked this week. But, uh, yeah, if they just play Tuesday, it's probably a better... Yeah. More... I'm excited for that. Just another night of football in our week, you know? It'll feel like a regular old Mac game, you know? <laughs> a little Maction for us in a year where we don't aren't getting it regularly, so... Maction's coming back. Are they? Mm-hmm. Nice. Everyone's back. Everyone's back. Yeah. Um, all right, do we want to... Let's move on. Yeah, to let's, let's, get, let's get started. I like that. I like the little intro. Yeah, we said a lot of stuff that we uh, hadn't covered. A little yet. housekeeping. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, so first game this week... Which one are we doing again? Is it... We're doing Tom Connor. First, uh, the lowest guess. scoring game of the week. <laughs> Shout out to Tom getting another win. Uh, Can you say your thing about? Yeah, yeah. So Tom won this game, uh, seventy-two to sixty-eight point nine, uh, which is almost very nice. <laughs> uh, so Tom's two wins this year, he has scored sixty-four and seventy-two points. His one loss, he scored one hundred and eleven. <laughs> so riddle me that. Um, he's two and one. <laughs> so that's all that really matters. Um, yeah. Ooh, Connor, the classic. Don't set your lineup. Yeah, Connor could have won this game. Yeah. Uh, probably should have, uh, but did not set his lineup. Um, like, definitely would have, right? Because, uh, like, yeah, he, like he, he would have started, started Howard, right? And gotten six more points and won this game. But, yeah, yeah. he left Devontae Adams, who obviously did not play for the Packers, in his lineup. It's a classic Connor move. Yeah. Uh, not really paying attention. Gotta love it. Yeah. Uh, so, we, uh, what, was, what was I going to say? Oh, Ronald Jones, uh, didn't so didn't Fournette 
Yeah. Do what, do what, for, did what Ronald Jones did last week. Uh, so didn't he fumble in exchange? Because uh, that's why, isn't that why Ronald Jones played so well? It's because didn't Fournette get kind of benched for doing he, what Jones did, did the week did before? He I thought Fournette fumbled. He might have. I didn't watch the game. Um, but yeah, so it's, <laughs> clearly that backfield is going to be Bruce Arians just like randomly switching <laughs> off between the two of them, which yeah. is very heartwarming, I'm sure, to Connor and also to, to my team having Fournette. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was an okay week for Jones this week and who knows how it's going to go in week four. Yeah. Fortunately, uh, Naeem Hines had a little bit of a bounce back week. Um, even though, even though the, uh, Colts took a big old dump on the Jets, um, we were talking about Naeem Hines being a little nervous about him when the Colts get up big in games. Is he going to be fantasy relevant? And, well, had a, what was it, 60 yards? I don't think he had a touchdown, so it has to be 60 yards, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I'm I'm happy for the the Naheem Hines owners. Uh, Evan Evan doesn't like Naheem Hines. So. I'm out of Naheem Hines. You can drop him, Connor. <laughs> um, Tom's team just a solid. Nobody really had a crazy. It wasn't game. really that solid. It was 72 oh, points, I mean, yeah, yeah. but his quarterback scored 27. I, I'm gonna shout out that. Well, I mean, staff. so if it wasn't for his um, yeah, I feel like if you, I I was just looking like at everyone except the flexes. Got like, Dak Prescott at 472 yards. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, like obviously, like so, if we were in a twelve-team league, do you drop Ty Hilton? That's a good question. Uh, yeah, Ty has had fifty-three, twenty-eight, and fifty-two yards on the season. He has no touchdowns. He's got only ten total catches. Um, yeah, that's kind of rough. I mean, it's weird because like there aren't other receivers in Indianapolis. What like, did you see, Pittman? Pitt- yeah, because so, Pittman's out. Pittman's now, out. Yeah. Right. I think um, he got put on IR. Yeah, and so it's like it's like Zach Pascal is around. It's like, I don't like. Did Henry, didn't Henry pick up Pascal? I think Zach, I like Pascal him. might be owned, but yeah, it's like I don't know. They're playing the Jets. He can only come up with fifty two yards. Like they played the Vikings, he only got twenty eight. They played the Jags, he only got fifty three. Like that's about as easy of a three game stretch as you're gonna get. And he's got the Bears coming up this week, so it's like not getting easier. That's for sure. I think Pascal had a couple of decent games at the end of the year last year. I think I like. Yeah, they were took, one of those teams. What, you know, when guys were getting hurt and yeah. you had to go dumpster dive, like Pascal was a guy who like uh-huh. had a couple of halfway decent games, I think. Yeah, Tom's team really has a bunch of receivers that are almost droppable. They're like right on that line. Like he's got Golden Tate, he's got Curtis Samuel, like Darius Slayton, like all of these guys are kind of like, Deshaun Jackson I think is on this line too. Like every one of his wide receivers is very replacement level. <laughs> but I noticed you. Did, I noticed you didn't say Alan Lazard there. Does that mean Alan Lazard is not droppable? I actually didn't even see Alan Lazard, but I think Lazard yeah. is better than all of these players right I now. I want the record to show I was right about Alan Lazard, and then you dropped him. So. To be fair, my team is too good for Alan Lazard. <laughs> Alan Lazard had 146. I started. TD, so, so so to be fair, in my other league where my team is worse, I did start Alan Lazard, <laughs> and I still lost, nice. but. I, I just want I drafted Alan Lazard and I was bullish on Alan Lazard and everyone was like I was like this guy's gonna be good and everyone was like I don't give a shit even Joe even Joe was like I don't <laughs> like Alan Lazard and I was like this guy is good he is a good receiver yeah he certainly got a boost in week three with Devonte Adams missing the game um, so we'll see how long he's out for um, they've got a game against the Falcons on Monday night like we talked about and then they go on their bye so I would suspect that Adams will be back in week yeah six. if you're Tom I mean even if Adams is starting like. Yeah, yeah, I think Lazard throw Lazard kind of in there. Right? Given Tom's other options, it's not like anyone is a must start. You know, like right. I think. Well, especially in one of the two flexes. Like, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, Jay Ethan. Yeah, Jay versus Ethan. Uh, Ethan moves to three and zero. He won this game eighty eight to fifty seven. Rough week for Jay. 
Uh, yeah, so Ethan's team here. Let me see. I feel like Ethan every week has just been like, it's very ho-hum performance. None of these guys did incredible, but, you know, they're rowing the boat. They're doing what they can. Uh, Ethan started Dalton Schultz at tight end, which is kind of fun. He put up 48 yards. Not too bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, One of the more anonymous players to be in a starting lineup this week in our league, for sure. Yeah, the, fir- the, fir- the first thing that really jumped jumped out at me was the bounce back for Allen Robinson. Yeah, good to in, see. In this, in this game, um, I was, I can't remember if I texted Ethan or not. I, uh, I think I definitely did. Uh, I was definitely trying to buy low on Allen Robinson because I was like, Trubisky is totally going to get benched at some point, <laughs> and, like for Nick Foles. <laughs> and then it, and then it happened. I think, I think it was last week before. Yeah, yeah, I offered him like Malcolm Brown or something. <laughs> uh <laughs> what a terrible offer. Well, so now, well, so like now it's terrible. Yeah, like, uh, but like, because Malcolm Brown had another dud, and yeah. Allen Robinson had a good game. But if you think about it, like after week two, yeah, yeah. Malcolm Brown had one really good game. Allen Robinson had two kind of shitty games. Yeah. So Robinson uh, this season has uh, this is these are his targets nine, nine, and thirteen in two games. Nine, nine, nine. <laughs> that's uh that's not too bad. Uh, yeah. So so Robinson's back on the horse. The Nick Foles train. Uh, the high train is definitely all yeah. aboard for the Nick Foles. Starting the year as a backup, going to take his team <laughs> to the Super Bowl. Uh, of course, it's got to happen. Yeah, um, I love how the Bears are 3-0. Yeah, <laughs> like very, very quietly. Like the worst possible 3-0, but they're uh, they're doing it. I'd, yeah. I'd also just like to point out, uh, Ben Roethlisberger flies under the radar because he hasn't had like any exceptional games, but he's put up at least 18 in all three. That's true. Which is definitely an encouraging sign, um, especially for Ethan kind of relying on... Uh, He's got the combination of Roethlisberger and Tannehill, and he'd probably just prefer for one of these guys to just start being better than the other one consistently. Yeah. <laughs> Hasn't quite gotten that yet, but uh, they're actually facing off against each other on Tuesday night, probably. Ooh. So Ethan's going to have to choose <laughs> between the Tuesday night It would have It would have been funny if they had just postponed this game. Yeah. And then Ethan would have had to pick up another quarter. That, or he, probably, be, he probably would have just dropped Tannehill and that would be picked up funny. someone. But uh, um, one other thing I, I noticed, David Montgomery... Had fifty some yards. Tariq Cohen got put on IR, so David Montgomery might be a little more valuable going yeah, forward. Gonna get some more passing work for sure. Yeah, because he can catch right, like at yeah, least, least kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Jay's team. I want the record to show. I asked the question last week. Are we hashtag panicking on Jay's team? I pose the question again, Evan. Jay is, uh, the, Jay is the Jay is currently the lowest scorer in, despite being in twelfth. Jay is the lowest scorer in our league. Is okay. it time to ha- is it time to hashtag panic? Yeah, so I'm looking at this team. roster and I don't think it is. It, like honestly, like I look at this roster and it doesn't seem like it should be that bad to me. Um, like you know, he's got Kenyon Drake, he's got Juju, he's got Tyreek Hill, he's got Matt Ryan. Like that is a solid core that is acceptable, right? Uh, and Mark Andrews, I should mention too. Andrews had a down game this yeah. week. The whole Ravens offense didn't look very good. Actually, Andrews had two bad games in a row. But, uh, but I think he's going to be fine, right? So yeah. it's more just like cleaning up those flex spots. He really needs some running back help. That, that's, that's what so I was going to say. So I, I was doing a little prep for the pod because I'm a professional. And I, and I was checking out Jay's team because I was revisiting my take from last week. And I, and I agree. Like, Jay's team, like, you know, Matt Ryan, Tyreek Hill, Juju, Kenyon Drake, Mark Andrews likely will bounce back. Like, this has, this has the base of a solid team. And Jay is, like, an active manager, and it should be fine. Uh, but... I, the tale of Jay's team is like he doesn't have enough, like he started both Drake and Edmonds. Yeah, that's um, not what like, you want. Like Cam Akers, like that is so like Akers is the X it, it was it, like that's how, like Akers 
Akers not being valuable at all yeah. is like what is killing Jay's if, team. Like that's like yeah. Jay's team's like kind of hanging on by a thread, and the yeah. thread was needing to start Edmonds because Cam Akers is not involved at all. Yeah. So um, yeah, Akers was injured and missed the the Bills game last week. But I think if Akers can be a solid, like a solid guy that you're comfortable starting at RB two yeah. every week, then Jay's team looks a hell of a lot better than it does right now. Um, and you know he might he very well might get to that later in the year. It's just not happening right now, and that's it's putting him in a rough spot. Yeah. I also like to say, uh, I, th- I was just gonna, I was just gonna say quick. I think everyone's team is kind of like Jay's team, where like, oh yeah, like like we're, like we're like we were talking. I was like, how am I gonna? Because I saw Jay's team is like good, but like he's not scoring a lot for it. I was like, maybe I can like formulate some kind of a trade with Jay. And I was doing some thoughts, and I was like, I don't need any wide receivers. And then I looked at your, and I remember we talked about the same thing. Like you, were, you and I were texting each other about trading. It's like both of us are kind of set at wide receiver. Yeah. It's like every, <laughs> everyone has everyone has like enough at wide receiver, but nobody has enough at running back. Yeah. It's, that is like it's like in Catan when ev- everyone needs this one resource, so there is, are like no trades happening, and the game takes forever. Yeah, or it's out of or um, we're out of. Or. Jay, I'd like to point out too. Jay took a risk this week. Picked up the Giants' defense playing the Niners. Probably assuming that, hey, the Niners are starting a backup quarterback. They've got a bunch of guys hurt on offense and on defense. Uh, and the Giants' defense put up a good old negative two points. <laughs> uh, I, I, was, I stand in solidarity with Jay on that because I did the same thing in my other league. Oof. I, I, I was like, give me, give, me this, give me this Niners' B team. Yeah. And then it was like, And then you realize, oh, uh, the, Giants, the Giants' A team is, is not very yeah. good. <laughs> but, like if, but, like, if you're the Rams, like, why would you switch away from – Henderson at this point, like Henderson's give like I'm looking. Yeah. I, pull, I pulled up Henderson's game log. Uh, week two, twelve rushes for eighty one yards. Week three, twenty rushes for one hundred and fourteen. That's yards. what you got to worry about if like, you're Jay. Like I, I, I don't know if you're the Rams. Like I know McVeigh is like McVeigh is like kind of annoying because he's like I'm this offensive genius, like which he kind of is. So like he might he might like switch away from just having like one standalone bell cow, you know the yeah. the whole tried and true thing, and he might like try to get a little. A little, you know, creative with it and like incorporate acres. If if uh if like Matt Patricia was the coach of the Rams, you know he would just be pounding Henderson. Yeah, well, they would have just signed Adrian Peterson. They would just be starting. Yeah. yeah, so it's like so I think because McVeigh is the coach, like, and they they spent a lot of draft capital on acres, like you're probably going to see a little bit more of a one-two like, split. He, he's going to play when he gets back, but the question is how much, right? Yeah. Is he going to get six carries a game, or is it going to be 12, you know? But they also spent a lot of draft capital on Henderson, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. the other thing. So, like, why would you do it? Why would you do away with uh, Daryl Henderson when he's giving you this kind of value? It yeah. just doesn't make a lot of sense. All right. We're moving on? Yeah. All right, uh, my roommate, Will, just walked in. Will, do you want to say hi to the people? Hey, Pop. What's going on? <laughs> Wow, what a personable answer. Will, Will, unfortunately, has to go under the knife tomorrow. But fortunately, 2-1 and one in the league, so... Hey. Oh, you're talking about our league. Oh, different league. This, is, this different. is college league. So Will and, I, Will and I are in college league, but uh, this is high school league. This is where I take we're, my we're, 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 closing, we're, closing, we're closing the yearbook here. All right, moving on to our next game. We got Andrew versus Tim. Uh, Andrew won this one 114-96. Was that TMI? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I think maybe you could have asked first, but you know, nobody on this podcast knows who Tim or knows who Will is, except the people who. Did you get Tim and Will mixed up? I just had Tim's uh, name. I oh, literally fair. read in the name right now. All right, all right. Andrew beat Tim in fantasy this week, one hundred and fourteen to ninety six. Tim falls to zero and three. Uh, <laughs> rough to see. Andrew's up at two and one. Uh, let's talk about Andrew's team first. Good week for him. 
Um, McKinnon, oh, another man. another week from McKinnon, another or, touchdown. Or a bunch of really good performances on this team. Yeah, Andrew had a good week. I remember being like semi nervous about Andrew competing with me for the weekly bonus, and then like my team just like got too good. Yeah, man, Michael Gallup, 138 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Dalvin Cook had a good week. Flex, yeah. 180 rushing yards. <laughs> yeah. I like I like how the Vikings lose and they're still like pounding the ball like at, with the running yeah, backs. Yeah, I guess I, it was I guess it was working. Twenty two carries for one hundred and eighty one yeah, yards. Yeah. <laughs> That's not nothing. Cook has also scored a touchdown in all three games, which is pretty pretty damn good. Yeah. Um. um yeah. Damn. Godwin had a Godwin's touchdown. hurt. Godwin's hurt now though. Did you yeah. see that? Isn't he out for a couple weeks? I think he's probably not gonna play in week four. He did not practice today on Wednesday. Um, so, yeah, expected to miss at least this week with a pulled hammy. So, that's a tough blow for sure. Um, although, Andrew can replace him with Justin Jefferson, the new best wide receiver in NFL history. Uh, Jefferson, so we're talking about... Back to, wait, back to Godwin. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we, you got to be careful about these hamstring injuries. Like, we were kind of like... Uh, I don't know what the word is. Like, we kind of ignored, like, Adams, Devontae Adams. We were like, oh, he's probably fine. He'll probably play. But, like... When these wide receivers have hamstring injuries, even if it's like, oh, they kind of tweaked it a little bit, you got to be a little more, uh, you know, you got you to you gotta plan, you got to plan around it and you got to, uh, you know, take precaution with hamstring stuff. Um, but this could mean a little more run for Scotty Miller. That's true. Scotty Miller recently uh, waiverized. So. Who, who picked him up? Or did, he's on he, waivers now. Oh, he's on waivers. Yeah. Henry, if you're listening, Scotty Miller. No, Henry dropped him. He's no, on Henry's no, team. he should pick him up now though. Godwin's out. <laughs> I think Henry knew that when he dropped him. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, maybe Tower, maybe Tower Johnson gets some run. Ooh, fair. That's what we would love. Go Gophers. Go Gophers. Yeah, Justin Jefferson though, uh, Vikings rookie, 175 yards receiving and a touchdown. So they had him and Cook put up a combined 350 yards of offense, and they still didn't win. Yeah, I think Cousins said something after the game, something along the lines of like, "We scored 30 points and had 400 something yards of offense." Like. The defense should be able to work with that. Or something, <laughs> it's like something like that. Love it. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, some trouble in paradise over in uh, Egan. Yeah? Yeah. Not, no longer yeah, Eden Prairie. Vikings 0-3. They're cursed now that they... It was just, is this the first year that they're in Egan and not Eden Prairie? No, they were last year too. Oh, okay. I was going to say like cursed. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What else? Andrew hasn't traded Cam Newton yet, although I guess Cam didn't have a great week. But. Yeah, he's got time. I think he's got to wait until someone's desperate for a QB, you know? And Cam did have his first down a week. I don't know. I disagree. You gotta sell high. <laughs> you got. You got. You got to You got to hit the. But nobody's t- really. The- nobody's thirsting for a QB in week three. You know, everyone's like, I'm gonna try to wait it out on whatever. I don't know. Cam puts up twenty five and thirty four. Like some, someone like someone would have bid on it. It's possible. It's possible. Uh, all right, Tim's team. Tim's team. Russell Nin- Wilson. 96. Okay, so Tim is 0-3, but this, what were Tim's... Is there an easy way to see what Tim's last two weeks yeah, were? Yeah, I can do it. So, yeah, Tim is 0-3, but he scored 90, 90, and 96. Yeah. That's, that's pretty rough. Uh, yeah, I'm guessing rough. he's leading the league in points against. Um, and, yeah, Russell Wilson is just going ham on everyone. Three straight games over 30 points. He put up 37 this week with five passing touchdowns. Oh, Russell Wilson... Pro- my my finish QB one. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean I wouldn't be shocked at all if they yeah, keep yeah. if they keep doing anything like this. Yeah, and like, yeah. I guess so they played two bad defenses, but they've also played the Patriots, so it's like not. <laughs> they're letting Russ cook is what all the articles are oh, saying. They're letting him cook. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, I think 
So, so Tim right now is in a situation 0-3. He needs to go high variance on this season, right? Yeah. Um, I think what Tim should try and do is trade for a Seahawks wide receiver. Because, like, can you imagine? So Russell Wilson is, you know. Get Lockett or Metcalf. He's looking at QB1. If he can find some way to swing Lockett or Metcalf, just just imagine the stack potential. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Um, I think one issue going against Tim's team is uh, DeAndre Swift, kind of similar to Jay with uh, Cam Akers. I think Swift was, like, a little bit hurt. Yeah, so he was hurting week one. It's just it's just tough when you're a rookie, especially in this like COVID shortened off season training camp thing. Like, and if you're also hurt on top of it, like, yeah, it's just tough. And so now, I, I guess he could just put Henderson as his RB two, and then yeah. you have Mixon and Henderson and Flex. Well, and Julio Jones, else, but... Julio Jones, and AJ Brown are injured, so that's two every week starts. Oh, I thought that was Antonio one. Brown at first. So like, <laughs> a Brown, yeah. <laughs> so I think actually once those two guys are healthy. You can slot Henderson in at running back, and I feel, like, perfectly comfortable with this lineup. He's still got a massive hole at tight end, uh, but, like, who doesn't? Yeah, <laughs> Stephon Diggs has been playing well, so then, yeah, you pair uh, Julio Jones, A.J. Brown. Yeah, I actually think it's, it's, it's not time to panic quite yet if you're Tim. You're just hoping that your the team luck gets starts healthy. going your way. Yeah, you need some guys to get healthy. Yeah, it, it, would, it would have been nice for Tim, like, if your team is, you know, it's always nice, like, if you score in the 90s and you're 0-3, like, usually you get some good waiver guys, but... Some of these last couple of weeks, like, there just haven't been no, yeah. any waiver. There were a bunch after week two, but nothing else after, like, this week, terrible waivers. Yeah, yeah, it's tough for, it's tough for, that's tough for Tim that you can't at least find some solace in getting a waiver guy. Yeah. Um, Jordan Reed, who yeah. Tim streamed at tight end, got put on IR after the game, which is just classic Jordan Reed. Yeah. Uh, we don't have to talk about him anymore. <laughs> um so yeah, that's that's all I got for these two teams. Right. Hang in there, Tim. Uh, don't throw in the towel quite yet. I know you were you were saying before. Yeah. Your team is fooked, but your Keep, team is your team is not fooked, Tim. Keep believing in yourself. People people forget that one time I had a bad team. People and, forget. And then I I did better. You know, th- something that you can start zero three and then you can go three and zero and then you're five hundred. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. crazy. All right. Uh, next game I've got is Quinn versus Joe. Uh, Quinn, Do you mean undefeated part two versus... Undefeated part two. It, I like how Quinn... Changed, so Quinn changes his team name to undefeated in week two after he was 2-0. and oh. And now, now I guess we're just going to get the iterated thing every week he keeps winning. So he won this one 100-84. Going into Monday night, Ben, this one was still up for grabs. Uh, I looked at this game and said, oh, this will be interesting because Quinn was down by like 23 points and he had Patrick Mahomes. So I'm like, all right, you know, 23 is, is a pretty average game for Mahomes, maybe a bit below average, but, like, you know, it's... For, like, for a big game like that, you expect yeah. him to score, like, a little bit as, more than... As it turns out, he put up an even 40. Uh, and <laughs> four, had, four passing touchdowns, 385 passing yards, one rushing touchdown, like... Yeah. Mahomes uh, is back, baby. He literally had the 23 by halftime, which is pretty hilarious. Um, yeah. And Quinn won this one going away. Uh, yeah, he's 3-0. and uh, and, and it keeps on making trades for Mo Alley Cox or whatever. Uh, for T. Higgins, excuse me. Yeah, uh, uh, he had to also, John, so John Brown had to leave the game, so he put up a zero. But yeah, that it, it, would, it was just because he got hurt. That would definitely be a big hit if John Brown misses time. It looks like he did not practice today and is unlikely to play in says week four. He's, says he's questionable. Because Quinn's depth in general, like at all the positions, is very poor. Um, like at wide receiver. Oh, is that why you traded for Higgins? I guess, like, Probably. yeah, it'll yeah, help, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, but, like, LaVisca Chenault is not the answer right now, at least. What? Uh, like, Nikhil, he, cut, he cut Nikhil Harry today. Boulder. See you, Boulder. Great, LaVisca Chenault. Traquan Swift's moment in the sun is probably about to end now that Thomas is probably back this week or next. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Like Quinn is three and zero, and he and he's actually put up some impressive numbers. But like you know, you can't count on Patrick Mahomes to score forty points every week, and that that was most of it this week. Um, yeah. He also so he he dropped Nikhil Harry. So Nikhil yeah, Harry. He did. Yeah. I actually want to shout out. Uh, just kind so, of. Oh, so Nikhil. So he. he so I guess and that's the spot that uh, T Higgins is in now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Quinn started Miles Gaskin in the flex, and Gaskin has actually been kind of sneaky good this year, sneaky usable. Um, he had 22 carries against yeah. the Jaguars. Uh, Miles Gaskin is the Dolphins running back for those who don't watch as many Dolphins games as I do. Uh, he has not been like a good real life player like, or efficient at all. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's funny. It's funny. Like it's he's. I was here. I was seeing him on some like waiver articles, and it's like the waiver the waiver assessment. The author is pretty much like, yeah, the Dolphins aren't that good, and Miles Gaskin isn't that good, but. <laughs> He's touching the ball twenty two. Apparently, they're just gonna you know, keep giving the waiver. The, ball. the waiver cupboard is bare, and this yeah. guy on waivers is getting twenty two touches. Like mm-hmm. you should probably just pick him up. You I, know, I he, love how. Uh, so the Dolphins in the offseason sign Matt Breida and Jordan Howard, and and you think okay, like their running backs were pretty bad last year, but at least they got two experienced guys. Like they'll be able to figure out league average running back production. Instead, they totally sideline Howard. They mostly sideline Brita and just start Miles Gaskin. Well, it's kind of it's kind of the, the it's, it's kind of the opposite. They, yeah. Howard is kind of the goal line guy. That's well, kind of what they did. And then Brita Brita is not seeing the field at all. But like when you say that Howard is a goal line guy, like literally, do you know how many snaps he played against the Jags? How many? Four. Were they goal line? <laughs> well, so he. But that's why Gaskin that limit Howard, that Howard ca- had, it caps it caps Gaskin's yeah, ceiling sure. because How, Howard is the, the Howard goal had one guy. touch and it was a one yard touchdown run. Yeah, uh, so he scored six points. Um, but I mean, they're barely using either of them. <laughs> they're just giving everything to Gaskin, which is hilarious. I love when teams spend a ton of money, especially on running backs, which is a position that you don't need to spend money on, yeah. and then they just don't use them. It, it's babbling to me. Um, it's like, did you really think that like? Gaskin was not better than them the whole time. If so, like, why was your evaluation so bad? I'd just be interested to see what the thought process was. Yeah, like, two years, ten million, which is like, it's just a waste. Yeah. You know, it's just like they're gonna, they're gonna wind up cutting him at, in the off season. You know, it's like um, I think one last thing about Quinn's team uh, before we move on to Joe uh, that I have is Devonte Freeman. So Quinn, they traded for Brita. Sorry, oh, okay, they, 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 they didn't. Sign I'm sure they gave up something. Um, fifth round pick. Sure. So, so Quinn traded for Devontae Freeman before the week. Uh, he did indeed side with the Giants. <laughs> Freeman was, oh, yeah. Let's revisit Freeman that. wasn't actually on the team. He was still When we recorded team. last week, Devontae Freeman had been traded for by Quinn, but was not technically on the Giants. Yeah, yeah so he did play. And, you know, it was his first week, and, um, you know, obviously with a new team. Uh, he had five carries for 10 yards. This Giants offense does not look like something I want any part of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, stream, full stream ahead against... Uh, whoever is playing the Giants or yeah. the Jets. Like, I think oh there's, man. there's definitely, like, Freeman is going to have better games than this. Like, as he gets eased into the offense, he's going to have more than five carries, and he's going to average more than two yards per carry at some point. Uh, but I don't know if he's ever a guy that you're going to, like, want in your starting lineup. Uh, but given, like, what Quinn has going on right now at running back, at least until McCaffrey comes back, uh, you know, he'll be tossing him in there, I'm guessing. And we'll yeah. see how it goes. All right. Uh, Joe's team? Joe's team. Uh, Joe put up 84. It's not too bad, but he's at 1-2 and two now. Um, I don't know. Rip Goddard. He, he had three... Joe had three guys score less than one point. Which yeah, is a good way to it's, like, it's, like a tale, it's like a tale of two ends for like. And for unfortunately Joe's for Joe, it looks like... So Deontay Johnson was concussed in the Steelers game. Uh, so that was why he scored less than one point. Dallas Goddard is on IR with an ankle injury. That's why he scored less than one yeah. point. 
And Marcus Valdez Scantling just isn't that useful, so that's why he's. It's kind of convenient for Johnson that this game gets moved to Tuesday. Then, oh yeah, that could easily help Johnson be available um, for their game. Push it back two days. But then it's like, but if you're, that's the tricky thing though. Like if you're Joe, do you? Right, you can't count on. Do you? Do you count on? Yeah, so maybe. If you're Joe, maybe I don't know if Chase Claypool or like James Washington. That's are, what I honestly so, so. I think I think that's probably what you do, right? You you drop Joe drops. You do something the, like that. Drop a Zigbo or well, so interestingly though, so Joe just dropped Eric Ebron, the Steelers' tight end. I honestly would have kept him as insurance in that instance, right? Just yeah. like have um, put Deontay Johnson in your flex and just wait and see if he's going to play. If he doesn't, just slide Ebron in there. Ebron actually had 11 points. Wait, but Goddard got hurt. Why did you drop Ebron? Don't know. What's he, what's he going to do for he tight did, end? He did drop Ebron, didn't That's he? the kind of annoying thing with how this is set up is I have to go into a different view to see what yeah. Joe's current roster is. Mm-hmm. But, like, if he dropped Ebron and Goddard's on IR... He might have picked up a different tight end. Uh, Joe's not listening anyway, there's but... A lot of, there's a lot of tabs here. Uh, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. Is, uh, all right, why? <laughs> Don't really get it, but, you know... Uh, yeah, Joe, uh, 2011 called. They want your tight end back. <laughs> um, I will say, positive signs for Joe is that James Conner appears to be fully healthy. He's playing well. Um, he had 21 points. So that's definitely a good sign. Um, other than that, a lot of guys kind of run on the struggle bus. DK Metcalf is playing well because of that Seahawks offense. <laughs> when I was saying earlier, like, Tim should try to deal for a Seahawks wide receiver... At the same time, it's like who's gonna give up DK Metcalf? Yeah, no, that's good. Like, like I have, like I have Lockett, and yeah. like, you know, good luck getting me to give up Lockett right, right now. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure you know. Yeah. If you approach Joe and say, "Hey, will you give me DK Metcalf, like the most consistent player in your lineup?" He's probably gonna be like, "No." He's, well, he's well, no, he, he's gonna go to the group me and, and publicly chastise <laughs> you for trying to trade for DK Metcalf. Um, uh, I also want to at Joe for. Um, giving me shit about Alan Lazard and MVS puts up 0.5 and Alan Lazard put up like 20. So yeah. like get fucked. Uh, but Robbie Anderson, 55 yards. Evan, last week you said that you needed one more good week from Robbie Anderson before you're ready to eat crow on your Robbie Anderson take. Are you, I, so it, I did say that given the last this two is weeks, borderline though. It, well, I, it's given, actually, given, yeah. so, so it's so like given the previous two weeks were over a hundred yards the third uh-huh. week, you know, 55 yards not great, but it's also not a dud. I think that's a push. I'm going to need one more week. You need one more week. But but I will okay. say, if, if this next week is another 55-yarder, then I'm in. The, the bar has been lowered a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's playing the Cardinals this week. That's a good matchup. Um, yeah. Ooh, that's a good point. Let's do it, Robbie. I, I want to see it. And I've got the Falcons the week after. That's a great matchup. So, is Robbie Anderson good? I'm uh, so mad that Robbie Anderson is just going to toil on Joe's bench all year. <laughs> he deserves to be freed. Yeah, why wouldn't he just start him? Like, Joe is setting his lineup and doing things, so. Yeah, yeah, MVS without Devontae Adams. That's fair. I can see it. Yeah. Um, and, like, the, the Chargers was not a great matchup for Anderson, but okay. Joe also just loves the Vikings, so he's got to start Adam Thielen. That's fair. Um, got to do it every is week. Is Mostert going to start this week? Is he coming back? Do we know. know? What is this? Are we aware? So... Yeah, I've got no updates from this week at all on Mostert, so... I think they said he was going to be out later. Okay, yeah, this two, says, two, this two, says we'll look to return, so sounds like it's possible. As that opposed, would be good as for As opposed Joe. to not. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes you're just like, I'm fucked. I'm, I'm missing this week. All right, uh, moving on to our next game. I've got Ryan versus Nick. This, uh, is a, this is a really close win for Ryan. We were watching the... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. This was fun. This made Monday night fun, even though the game was kind of shit. Yeah, we were watching the Monday Nighter with Ryan over here. Squad. And uh, Ryan needed 
or I should say, Nick needed Marquise Brown to score four, like something like three or four points to win. Yeah. You know, you think Hollywood Brown, like that'll go well. Oh, no, out. you think you think against the Chiefs, you're like, right. you are like, uh, give this to Nick, like before yeah. the game even starts. You're like Hollywood Brown, he's gonna go. For Unfortunately, it. Hollywood Brown is definitely one of those guys who's occasionally just gonna put up 13 receiving yards, like he did yeah. in this game. It, there's such a low volume passing offense, and Brown is such a like big play guy that this kind of thing can happen and yeah. it did and Nick lost because of it it's just weird that they the Kansas City defense really impressed like that all, the yeah. Kansas City defense like we all know what Mahomes can do we all know what Tyreek Hill can do um like it was almost more impressive to me seeing the defense like totally shut down Lamar Jackson like yeah. you, like Baltimore was down a lot for three quarters of this game so you're thinking like even when it was halftime we were like talk with Ryan and he's still a little nervous because you know obviously the game script is such that the Ravens are going to throw the ball and so you're like you know clearly Hollywood Brown will get something in the second half because yeah. and the Ravens were down the whole game and still couldn't muster up any sort of offense uh, I was really impressed by Kansas City's defense yeah people people underrate that defense because they get in a lot of high scoring games but just like when your offense scores a ton of points like that just happens sometimes right and I, th- I think uh you know, they just won a Super Bowl. Like, that defense is pretty solid. And, yeah, they definitely had a great game against the Ravens. Good yeah. game plan, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Nick got another decent week from Tower Higby. Um, yeah. So. I mean, he's definitely hoping that Kittle is back. It sounds like uh, Kittle practiced in full today. So it sounds like he'll probably be back uh, on Sunday, which would definitely be a big thing for, for Nick, relying on so many tight ends. Um, I think we already mentioned Tariq Cohen out for the year, right? Yeah, yeah towards ACL. Yeah, but convenient convenient for uh, Nick is that Carlos Hyde might be relevant mm. this week because Chris Carson, did you read this stuff about how everyone's pissed at that Cowboys defensive yeah. lineman for like alligator rolling Carson's leg yeah. uh, during a tackle? So sounds like Carson might be out for a week or two with a knee sprain. So yeah. Carlos Hyde might be uh, flex worthy for a week or two. Um, I want to talk briefly about Todd Gurley because I don't think we've mentioned him yet this year. <laughs> he hasn't been very exciting, but he's been useful in fantasy, right? Yeah, uh, that's true. And he's getting a ton of touches in a very good offense. Um, he's had, what is this, 49 carries already? Um, yeah. That's an awful lot. He's had at least 50 yards every week. Yeah, he scored two um, touchdowns. Like, like yeah. I, It's very ho-hum, and it's not going to get you like excited. And I think his week-to-week ceiling is low, uh, relatively speaking. But... Mm-hmm. You know, it's Todd Gurley. He's doing his thing. Um, go Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> the Falcons are definitely, like, the most entertaining team of the year, but they're also 0-3, so that's where we're at. They're so not clutch. Yeah. Maybe... It, it, did we talk about last week how they fucked up that onside kick? I think we mentioned it, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they kind of did it again this week. They had another two-touchdown fourth-quarter lead that they blew to Nick Foles, of all people. Yeah, rip. <laughs> Um, all right, on to Ryan's team. Yeah, uh, Ryan got the win here. He really needed this one because he would have been 0-3 if Hollywood Brown would have gotten 30 yards. Uh, but but he did it. Derrick Henry, <laughs> having, doing Derrick Henry things, 116 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, yeah, it's so funny looking at Ryan's team and you see like Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, and you're like, fuck. And then you see Devontae Parker, Jarvis Landry, and you're like, eh. And then, <laughs> yeah. Now I know why this team like is uh-huh. you know, not, not doing as hot. Uh, Devontae Parker had 6.9 points. Um, that gets a nice. Uh... <laughs> Saints defense almost blew it for Ryan. But oh, not, I didn't even notice but that. But not minus three. I will say the Saints defense has really struggled this year. Um, the Saints have generally been... Yeah, the if whole the, team. <laughs> if, the Vikings, if the Vikings didn't exist, 
people would be way more on the like Saints kind of imploding. I think I think like the the Sports Center people of the world are are on are on that train already. Like people are worried about the Saints. The defense looks bad. Drew Brees looks not good. Yeah, and, and at the same time though, uh, they've already beaten the Bucks, <laughs> and they just lost by a touchdown to the Packers. I think there's room to improve here, especially once they get Michael Thomas back. Having having the best receiver in the league helps. Uh, yeah. What is this IR dash R designation? I, I don't know. Debo Samuel. Has. I'm not sure what that means. Does it mean like actual IR? <laughs> like, or, see, but Samuel is actually returning soon, so I have no idea what the IRR means. Uh, for those who can't see our computer screens, which is all of you, uh, Debo Samuel is listed as IR dash R on the site. We don't know what that means, but Debo Samuel will hopefully be back soon. Maybe they get some sort of like a grace period for like. I'm guessing that I guessing that means that it's like IR returning. He's, or he like he's able to return, but maybe you have some sort of like a grace period. Oh, here it is. Because you have to you have to open up a roster spot. Yeah, I found the thing. So it says officially listed on injured injured reserve designated for return list. So that means he's on the road back. I assume. Yeah. So that would be big for Ryan. Debo Samuel profiles as the number one receiver on the Niners. So By default. Back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But you know he's better than all those yeah, guys yeah. too. Uh, so. Hopefully that happens. Yeah, we should mention, like, shout out 49ers for, like, totally steamrolling the Giants with their B team. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, no one they, like, was it, like, Nick Mullins, Jeff yeah. Wilson and McKinnon, and, like, a bunch of nobodies at receiver. Yeah. And, like, and, like, half of the defense is And, out like, too. Salman Thomas is out, Nick Bosa's out, Richard Sherman's out. And, yeah. like, they still, they didn't punt a single time, and they didn't allow a touchdown to the Giants. Like, yeah. I can't tell if that's more of a testament to the Giants being so bad or yeah. the Niners. But I guess the Niners made the Super Bowl, so they must not be that bad. You know? Yeah. Um, one final note of concern that I have on Ryan's team is Deshaun Watson thus far is averaging like 17 points a game, and they've been behind constantly. So like he should be racking up numbers. Yeah. But he hasn't broken 300 yards. He hasn't thrown for more than two touchdowns in a game, and he's that's thrown weird. three picks already. I would be a little worried about that Texans offense just not being very good. You know, he's clearly feeling not having Hopkins and just like that team. <laughs> Trade it to Andrew for. Uh, sorry, that wasn't very. It does. I always try to do the cough thing, but when I listen back, it always sounds terrible. So I apologize yeah. for that. Uh, We're gonna need but an actual mic for that. Ryan, Ryan should absolutely try to get uh, camera Kyler from Andrew. That so. would that could be an interesting trade talk. I would uh, be interested. In seeing I don't know. That. Ryan doesn't really have like depth. That's oh. the problem no, with trading. Nobody has any depth. Anyway. Right, yeah. Ryan, so like, Ryan could have wide receiver depth when everyone's maybe, Well, I guess maybe if you offered... God, yeah, I don't fucking... Right, yeah, Ryan doesn't really have the depth to... Fuck, yeah, it's too bad. That's a rip. Um, yeah, I got nothing else on Ryan's team. Uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Um, you want to do your game or my game? Um, let's do your game. All right. Uh, so my game... Uh, I beat Henry, 107-92. It's another win for the boys. Uh, I was mentioning Ben on the podcast because me and Ben are playing next week, week four. Um, and ben This is, week. Uh, this week, yeah. This week, next week. This coming week. Yeah, week yeah. four. Yeah, um, yeah. So, and Ben is listed on Yahoo as the favorite, which is fair. Um, but what I was saying, my team has been underdogs two, two weeks in a row and come out with a victory in both. So I don't like being the favorite. My team thrives on adversity. Um, yeah, I, I need to keep the chip on the shoulder for my team. I don't want them to get... Uh, complacent. It's yeah, like, it's like this girls' soccer team that I coach. They get, they they win a couple of games. They think they're hot shit, and then they don't try, and then they get their asses kicked. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where my team is at right now. Actually, two wins in a row. Um, <laughs> so so H- Henry texted me like Sunday evening, uh, complaining about how bullshit my victory was, and he was pretty much right. Uh, <laughs> my defense put up twenty six points, 
and uh, yeah. my, the combination of Mike Evans and Hayden Hurst, uh, these, those two guys combined had three catches for three yards and three touchdowns, which is the, like, the ultimate uh, annoying, shitty thing to have happen to you if you're playing against a team. Yeah, I keep getting annoyed with Hayden Hurst because like, I, I want to at Evan because Evan is very invested in his Hayden Hurst take, mm-hmm. but he's, he's treading water just enough that I can't like, really come at you for it. Yep. So I love it, uh, but you still hate Robbie Anderson, though. My even boy, though, even though Hayden Hurst is Hayden Hurst trash. I'm just uh, basing that on the data that we have from from the past. You know, um, I'd also like to say for my team, definite positive that the the wide receivers are getting healthy. Kenny Galladay played this week. He had six catches for 57 yards and a touchdown. It sounds like Michael Thomas might be back this week, maybe next week, um, which would obviously be pretty helpful. Um, Woods, Woods getting a touchdown really helped you. Yeah, you had the Goff Woods stack this week. That was very helpful. Yeah, I, the game was looking. It was looking like fifty fifty. It, it was pretty rough for yeah. me. It was like less than fifty fifty for sure. And then like yeah, Goff throws it. Well, so Goff in this game had two fantasy points at halftime, and then put up twenty five after the half when the Rams stormed back against the Bills. Yeah, including that touchdown to Woods, which is huge for me. Um, Bobby Trees getting that touchdown. Bobby Trees. <laughs> um, I don't know. Moving on to Henry's team. Um, I was going to say, I'm trying to see, I don't think Fournette actually fumbled. Yeah, like I was saying, I didn't yeah, watch yeah, that. I, I, think, I think I was wrong about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it doesn't say anything about he that. He only had 2.2 points. Right. So, well, so like, they actually did. Classic, classic, the, classic the Buccaneers backfield. Yeah, he actually did have nine touches. He just did next to nothing with them. So. Yeah, <laughs> Ron, Ronald Jones had uh, like a not, nine touches. Fournette had 16, but just, or, oh, wait, no, I'm looking at. I'm looking at the one before. Fournette had seven carries, two passes. I took a back seat. Yeah, so it doesn't say how many touches Ronald Jones had, but he almost definitely had more. Yeah, so that's going to be one of those backfields all year. Um, That'll be fun. All right, Henry's team. Oh, speaking of, speaking of the Buccaneers, I yeah. think we forgot to say with Tim's team that Gronk is back. <laughs> See, I did not forget to say it. I noted that Gronk was on oh, his team, you? and it's like, I don't want to get Ben going about Gronk. Mm-hmm. We're get we're getting going. I I think Gronk is back. I know last week Gronk has forty eight yards. We, and everyone's like, oh, we next, keep we keep coming. we keep flipping. So Gronk had a Gronk had a bad. We we, we keep flipping. Ben keeps flipping. I have no consistent here. No 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 no. But Evan, you should flip now because he is back. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So we were saying Gronk, Gronk comes out in the media and says, "I'm a blocking tight end," and Ben is like, "He see, he sees forty eight yards from a blocking tight end." No, says, we're back. You're just mad because he was bad when you had him in fantasy. <laughs> like five years ago. <laughs> I, I, think, I think Gronk is back. I think 48 yards. I think Godwin being out this week mm. uh, or the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Godwin does a lot of stuff in the slot, right? Yep. So, you know, those over-the-middle passes, mm-hmm. they're not going to Scotty Miller. They're not going to Tyler Johnson. Well, some of them are going to be Scotty Miller. They're going to Gronk. Gronk is back. I think Tim – we just got done saying that Tim has to go high variance. He has to go David's strategy. Yeah. And uh, the answer is Gronk. I agree that Gronk is high variance. That's Keep it rolling. I, that's what I say. All right. Sorry. Uh, what, so what, what do we have to talk about now? Henry's, Henry's team. team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's sad because Henry had like a okay week except for – so Gardner had a bad week. Yeah. That, that, that was, was that shitty game. Thursday night game that was sad. Yeah. Uh, Gardner only putting up nine is – that's tough. Yeah. But you put up like Henry had ninety two. Like the he, the only things you can really right. be sad about are uh, 
the, uh, Minshew and Darren Waller only had nine yards for some reason. Yeah. Oh, classic Patriots. Like, Your Patriots just the, totally neutralizing the, the one yeah, that's, on the Raiders. Yeah. I like how, like, when I first started hearing about that, like, that narrative, I was like, there's no way this is real. But it totally is. They just, yeah. they find their, you're like one queer guy, and then they, and then they just like, that must be the wind. Good thing we have the garage shut. But yeah, like classic Patriots just totally neutralizing like your number one guy. Yeah. God, that's so um, funny. Mike Davis, 15 yeah, points. Yeah, I was going to say, um, big props to Henry for Mike Davis. You know, Mike Davis was a pretty clear number one waiver pick, I think, going into the yeah. week. But there were there were some other options. And Davis looked really useful. He put up 15 points. He was really involved in the passing game, which makes him pretty uh, game script independent. Yeah, next two weeks, he's got Arizona and Atlanta. Ooh. So, uh, and then Chicago, which might... Be to uh, Chicago, but Chicago is bad, kind of. No, they're free and open. But they're bad. Like, all <laughs> right, so are the Panthers. The Panthers are very bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, keep yeah, ro- keep rolling with Mike, Mike Davis. Davis. Definitely looks like he's an every week start until CMC returns in like four weeks. So you know, it's not nothing for sure. Yeah, um, we were talking the other day. Like, I know Henry has Gardner, but if Gardner puts in a couple of bad weeks and Herbert's still good, do do you start Justin Herbert? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, think I think Herbert is startable in the right matchup. It's not this week. Uh, they're playing the Buccaneers. It's not a great matchup. Uh, and Gardner's playing the Bengals, which is going to be fun as hell. Uh, but uh, I think yeah. I've, I mean, like, I watched I watched parts of that Herbert versus the Chiefs game, um, and I didn't get to watch him against the Panthers, but dude has thrown for over 300 in both games. Yeah. Like, actually, so he's only the third quarterback in NFL history to do that. To over 300 in your first two games? Yeah. Huh. Pretty impressive. I would have thought more guys would have done that. Me too. Yeah, it doesn't seem like that many. But. Scotty Miller had 8.3 last week? Yeah, don't know why Henry dropped him, to be honest. Who did he drop him for? For whom, for whom did he drop him? Uh, let me see if I've still got it up. This, yeah, my computer's kind of lagging, otherwise I, I would... Uh, he dropped him for Brandon Ayuk, which is fair, but Henry, I don't know why he's not dropping Christian Kirk. Uh, like, yeah... So, I th- if I, I vaguely remember Henry being pretty in at like the draft and stuff, or so, I feel I feel like he was pretty because like you know the Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray, someone opposite of Hopkins, you need yeah. someone to help. But like I think it's yeah, time to cut bait. Yeah, like, Christian Kirk. Well, I, I think because you can just pick him up again well, if he starts doing well. You know, like yeah, nobody's I, gonna pick him up right. I now. think after week, I think after week two, like fifty-seven yards, that's okay. But uh, yeah, but like but, only uh, only four targets. But Christian Kirk's like you could say like oh if he wasn't hurt like he could have been but like that's, Christian Kirk's thing is kind of being hurt. Yeah. Uh, as someone who rostered him, it was always kind of annoying. Um, yeah. I don't. If you want to drop, like I, I, I think he, I think he's very droppable. No, but that's the thing. like if we're saying like, do you drop Christian Kirk for Brandon Ayuk or do you drop Scotty Miller for Brandon Ayuk? I don't think it really matters. I think Scotty Miller is much more of a thing than Christian Kirk, but especially right now. But like like these these guys who are at the end of your bench, it's like as of right now, Scotty Miller is a lot more useful. Like maybe by the end of the year, Kirk is better, but like. Are you really gonna have Christian Kirk sit on your bench for eight weeks for, to wait for him to get useful? It's like, yeah, I guess the real question is like, are you gonna start one of them over Preston Williams? Like, if, probably not. So like, so, that, so that's the thing. Like, Williams also like, did not. Have I guess this is kind of this might be how you think about it. Like, if I'm picking up Brandon Ayuk to start Brandon Ayuk, right? Mm-hmm. You're swapping him out for Preston Williams, right? So then you're looking at your bench. And you're thinking like, well, if I'm walking in Davis and Ayuk into the flex and I got Fuller and Cooper as my wide receivers, like, you know, right now, like, I'm not, if I'm not starting Christian Kirk or Scotty Miller, 
right now, then like you could say Kirk probably has higher upside, like long term. Yeah, you know, like the the Cardinals will probably have to start using more wide receivers. Like I picked up Andy Isabella in my other league, exclusively because like Kirk is hurt and like someone has to catch balls in this offense. They can't give Hopkins fifteen targets every game, or maybe they can. (laughs) Maybe they can, but uh, like I'm fine with Henry. Like. Yeah, it's it's definitely you can spin it either way. I will say I'm mostly just disappointed because I know Henry was talking up Scotty Miller every time I see him. Henry's like Scotty Miller's the next West next West Welker, and he just drops him unceremoniously when he when he's got other droppable guys around. I, Scotty Miller will not take this kind of this kind of treatment. Yeah, and I guess the other thing is like Godwin's going to be out probably for a couple weeks. So yeah. mm-hmm. Scotty Miller. <laughs> if my team if my team wasn't so good, I'd probably pick up Scotty Miller. <laughs> All right, uh, speaking of your team, do we want to talk about it uh, in your game? I'm kind of being annoying about my team, so maybe we keep it brief. <laughs> yeah, I, that's uh, great. We uh, can definitely keep it brief. Josh Allen continues to yeah. be insane. I like uh, how it's, it's kind of funny. There are like three or four quarterbacks right now who, who are just like single-handedly carrying fancy teams. It's Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott are like the three. And, you know, all those guys were expected to be good, but not like... Not like, Allen. Not not, like, not, no, no, no. Like, not, I don't... I think that's was a, like that's QB, a little bit revisionist history. Allen was like QB8 coming into the year. But you're putting him so, with Ru- Ru- Russell and Dak? Yeah, yeah. Like so that, those, those guys were like QBs 3 and 4 or whatever. Yeah. It's a little different. But like none, of the, like none of those guys were expected to be like league-winning QBs. And right now they like all are, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen, three straight games over 300 yards. <laughs> Yeah, I scored a lot, so like Man. I am happy with my team this week. I was a little disappointed with Monday night. I was hoping that we would get a little more clarity with the backfield, and the clarity is that this backfield is fucked. That's the clarity. Gus Edwards. Because I was like, I was so much of the opinion. I was like, Gus Edwards is not a thing. Ben. Like the only reason that Gus Edwards is a thing is because these games are all blowouts. But like J.K. Dobbins gets. One rush for six yards, and, like, I can't really drop J.K. Dobbins, but, like, I don't really want... And then Ingram gets seven rushes for 30 yards, and do we know what Edwards had? Uh, we... more than that, I think. Yeah. Um, and... But, Ben, you know that Gus Edwards is unowned. You is could, he really? You could start all three Ravens <laughs> running backs. I could have sworn someone had Gus Edwards. No, uh, maybe at one point, but he is currently on it. Is he really? Yes. Can I want to? Can I control F? I want. I wonder who had him because I, I I looked the I I before I picked up Alshon because like now I feel like my team is kind of I don't really want to drop. Anyone. He has not been owned this year. He's no. never been owned. Yeah. He. Huh. He had four carries for thirty nine yards on Monday night. So I mean. <laughs> Individually, none of those guys had good games. If if they were like one person, it would have been pretty good. <laughs> but they are not. Um, yeah, that's definitely a bit of a tricky situation. Um, although I think maybe in yeah, it's hard to say. In the future, I'm gonna guess that you'll probably just kind of wind up starting Ingram and waiting and seeing with Dobbins because I don't Dobbins doesn't seem like he's a big enough part of the offense right now. He only has ten carries through three games, so yeah. Like, we kind of got all hyped up in week one when he got seven carries and two touchdowns. It was like, oh, man. But since then, he has three carries. So, I don't know. It's, it's I, Yeah, it's, it's just disappointing because I, I was so convinced that this Gus Edwards thing was just like, oh, because they're in blowouts. Like, this is the guy who's going to run in garbage time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, not, 
that was that was that was kind of the narrative I had in my head was like everyone was like this is a committee and I was like that's not a committee. Like, yeah, I, I had but, said this. I, I I said this on Monday when we were talking about this during the game. But like Gus Edwards is better than people think or realize he is. Like he's a good running back. He, his career average is like over five yards a carry. Like he's a good player and just you know happens to be on this offense with a lot of good other running backs. And he's certainly like I certainly expect J.K. Dobbins to have a better career than Gus Edwards. But like as of right now, it doesn't shock me that they're giving Edwards carries. Because do do produces when he's on the field, so yeah. Uh, so that's kind of the only. That's really the only thing that I'm uh, that I'm concerned about. It's 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 not the kind of thing I'm gonna I'm gonna belabor because my team had a really good week, and so I I'm obviously happy with Josh Allen. I'm happy with Hopkins. I'm happy with Lockett. You know, these guys have all been just. I like how Lockett's stat line is so aesthetically pleasing. It's exactly 100 receiving yards and three touchdowns. That's just like. It is nice. Um, James Robinson has been. Yeah. I, I would say like it's something I, I had this thought like at the end of the year they kind of you look at like teams that there's always these articles that are like these are the guys that were most owned on championship teams mm-hmm. and it's and the top guys are like sometimes it's like a McCaffrey or Mahomes but lots of times it's guys that like really show out that were like week one like Terry McLaurin yeah or like like I remember last year it was like Terry McLaurin Darren Waller. Or like two of the big guys, and I think this year, like James Robinson, I think if he keeps playing how he's playing, yeah. he's gonna be one of the most owned guys on like championship teams mm-hmm. because he was the guy that you didn't. It's got didn't pay it, the, anything right. For so like like yeah. McLaurin and Darren Waller, like literally, you, you, like, you, 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 didn't, you don't pay anything for those yeah, guys when you get them. Like I didn't know this guy's name when we drafted this year, and I'm sure no one really did. Right? It's like, oh, why he went, well, he yeah, he went on draft or. Yeah, yeah, he went undrafted. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What I'm saying is yeah, that yeah. not only did he go undrafted, but probably no one even knew who he was. I did. I I just saw that he was named. I got some, I got something on my Twitter feed that was like, "This guy was named the starter," and I was yeah, like, of course, eh. "I was like, I was like, yeah. fuck it." Like, I don't know. Like, so I, I just threw. I just thought I picked him up. I was like, might as well just throw a starter at the end of my bench. See how it works out. Yeah. Um, I want to say. I just want to say. I did not start Jeff Wilson, but all you all you idiots. I feel so. I feel so. Uh, what's the word? Validated. Have you actually seen his stat line though? I know, but that's that, twelve rushes for fifteen yards. But that's because he's the. That's, all right, hey, this is my thing though. That's because he's a goal line guy. You can only get so many yards get one yard when you're on the goal line. So he did I, get one. I want to say I was right about Jeff Wilson. Nobody and nobody put in a claim for Jeff Wilson. I did. You're all. You're all dumb. Uh, I was right. Excited for him to just be useless once Mostert returns. Like, <laughs> he will be. This I, wa- I will say, he will be useless when Mostert comes back. I totally acknowledge that. But if you needed a running back, like, this league, had, everyone needs running backs. Why did nobody else put in the claim for Jeff Wilson? I'm, I'm mad at the league. You guys need to do better. That's my, that's my thing. Uh, all right. Oh, God, Tony's team. Tony's team. Uh, Tony's not listening. I mean, he, had, uh, he had a fine week, 101 points. Uh, Alvin Kamara put up 31. Oof. He was like their whole offense in that game, for sure. It felt like the only way that they could have success on offense was to have Breeze dump it off uh, to Kamara. And that's what they did, and it worked out, mostly, until they lost. Uh, I'd also like to say Austin Eckler uh, had a great game. He had 20 points. It looks like... In week three, that kind of swung back a little bit more towards Eckler instead of Joshua Kelly, who's the other running back. Oh, yeah. You have Kelly, right? He didn't have a, he, I have Kelly. He, he, he he didn't have a great game. week, right? Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's fair. Like, in, for real-life purposes, I have no problem with them giving Eckler more carries. I think he's much more talented than Kelly. Um, but, you know, it makes my fantasy team a little sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Lamar Jackson, like, that's a disappointing... Uh, yeah, right. Disappointing week for Lamar Jackson. Everyone was gassing up this game, and... 
it's yeah, it was a uh, not a great performance from Lamar. Uh, it was too bad. But um, Tony is rolling out the uh, classic Cincinnati Bengals number one and two wide receivers, AJ Green well, and so Tyler Boyd. Tony also has Joe Burrow, so I think. I think he should just trade Jackson, go for stacks exclusively. I love that. Can you? Oh man, having Joe Burrow and both of his receivers would just be like be great. And honestly, if you're trading Lamar Jackson, you're gonna get something, right? Also, Joe Burrow is good. Joe Burrow has so been like good. Joe Burrow. Right. Joe Burrow is QB. Uh, what? God, my computer is so fucking slow. QB twelve. Oh well, right. so actually, Ben, uh, I wanted to talk about this too. So Yahoo, that rank there is overall. It's not by position. Is it really? Yeah. So for QBs, it looks normal, but go click on like a non QB. Yeah, I noticed will, that now. Will be massive. That's dumb. Yeah, yeah I saw. It's very yeah, dumb because yeah. like it doesn't matter like <laughs> that. <laughs> Joe Burrow's twelve overall. Like I want to know what he is in QBs. But it, it reminds me of how the draft was. Remember, if it was like when you tried to get their rank, it was yeah. it would go there off two of, columns. It, yeah. it would it would go off of how many points they had. The, that's like what the ranking was. It was like how many points they had the year before. Yeah. So it was it was just like all the quarterbacks were listed first. Yeah. So I yeah. honestly I honestly think that trading Jackson for like like a solid starter at probably wide receiver is what he need, needs most could like really help Tony's team. Like like if he could get like a like a low end RB one or something. Yeah, like Lamar Jackson. Yeah, because like Kareem Hunt is an every week start. Um, so you're looking good, like Kamara Eckhart, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, um, like a running back. He's set. And you want to roll out. The thing is, like, I think it has to be a wide receiver because Pittman's hurt. Right. You want to you want to roll out Tyler Boyd and AJ Green because you want to get the stack. I actually, oh man, this I, is a great. I like this a lot. I know Tony won't do that because he's not thinking about this at all. Yeah. But but if it were me, I would for sure be be looking to deal Jackson. Uh, you know, rolling the dice on Burrow. What do you What do you think What do you think you could get for Lamar Jackson? Um, what like what's 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 if you were saying like, I'm a wide receiver. Let me let me just like scan through some lineups here. I I just like I like to think I like to think uh, for Tony's team like how how I like to li- I like to live vicariously through like Tony. I was gonna say Kenyon Drake, but I I think that's a little light. Well, no, he needs a wide receiver though. Oh yeah, he needs wide receivers. Okay. Um... Hmm. Stefan Diggs isn't good enough. <laughs> Off the top of my head, I think like I think like uh like Amari Cooper. Yeah. Or like uh. Who's that? You have uh you have Galladay, right? <laughs> I have all kinds you, of wide receivers. Would you right? would you trade Kenny Galladay to Tony for Lamar Jackson? Yeah, I need help with QB to be honest. So. So I think that's kind of I think that's kind I think that's kind of or like Godwin. Or don't yeah, you have Godwin too? No, I have Evans. Oh, you have Evans. Um, yeah. I think someone in that tier, like a Godwin's, Cooper, yeah. Galladay. I actually don't hate that. I might, uh, might reach out. Might do do a little more research on that. Send yeah. Tony a little text. Uh, have him not respond to me. <laughs> yeah. All right. We got anything else on Tony's team, Ben? Um. Probably not. We don't who, really like who's your, talk who's about your, who's, your, who's your quarterback right now? Jared Goff. Oh, you're doing the streaming. No. Oh, you're just rolling with Jared Goff. Goff is my every week starter. Right. Hey, he's actually been... He's QB 11. He is oh. better than Joe Burrow. Is he better than he's, Joe Burrow? He is overall player 11, whatever that means. He had a bad week one, and he's been quite good in weeks two and three. So, and he's playing the... Try to buy low, try to buy low on Lamar Jackson. Actually, I should probably, uh, I should probably wait this out with Goff, because he's got the Giants and the Washington football team. In his Dude, I don't weeks, know. So. Lamar Jackson, the last two weeks, 17-14... I think this is as low as I think you. I think you try to buy low on Lamar Jackson yeah, that's right a now. I think. I think. I think. Don't even offer him Galladay. Offer him like fucking. Who is your second best wide receiver? Galladay is my third best wide receiver oh, for the record. Who's uh, your, 
So it's Michael Thomas, Mike Evans, Kenny uh, Galladay, Robert Woods. I kind of like Robert Woods. Me too. <laughs> that's, that's my thing. I keep on looking for trades with people, and I'm like, okay, I have tons of wide receivers. I should trade one of them. Robert Woods is maybe my worst wide receiver, but then I look at him and he's like, my boy. <laughs> Bobby Trees, you know, like I can't, yeah. I can't trade Bobby Trees, uh, and he's like the most consistent player in fantasy. So, uh, yeah, hard to get rid of him for sure. Yeah, you should definitely try to trade Galladay. That's yeah, that's probably what I would. But the offer, thing is, Galladay's been hurt, so that, Tony's, yeah, right. Tony's, 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 Tony's going to look at his thing and he's going to be like, uh, Kenny Galladay, like right, I don't right. want this. Although Tony has had Galladay before, like he appreciates Kenny Galladay. Does as, he as a person? Tony is a classic like give me players that I've had before. Yeah, I actually know, I know specifically that Tony has watched Kenny Galladay play football and been impressed. Ooh. So. All right. All right, Ben, I got no more notes. Uh, I think, I think this was a good episode. It was good. It's a little lengthy, but. No, I actually think we kept the time reasonable. 108? Well, it was 10 minutes of housekeeping. Yeah, right. So really right now. I think we did pretty good. All right. Is that it? Okay, uh, games this weekend. Chiefs Pats Sunday, three three thirty. Watch it, boys. Good. That'll be a that'll be a good, that's the biggest one this week, right? Yeah, I don't even really know. Thursday right. Thursday Sunday. Oh, oh my god! Don't, don't watch Thursday. This Thursday night game. If you if you just really love pain and watching the presidential <laughs> debate wasn't enough, and watching the twins get swept wasn't enough, this Thursday night game, Broncos versus Jets, is for you. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so bad. Two of the two of the three worst teams probably. Um, um what's Monday? Real. Monday night's pa- uh, Packers Falcons. That should uh, be good. That should that's be, gonna be fun as hell. That'll be a good game. Yeah. That'll be high scoring. It might not be like want, a, a good game, but I wonder what the over under is on it. <laughs> it's probably something. Yeah, crazy. it's gonna be it's gonna be up and down. The Falcons need a dub. Wow, they really do. Yeah, real yeah. bad. Um, yeah, other games. Yeah, not that many other games. I think it's really. I think uh, the only ones I could remember were uh, the only one I can remember was Chiefs Pats. That's kind of the big yeah. one. I think Jaguars Bengals, big game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Minchu versus Burrow? I do like that. Yeah. All right. That's all I got, Ben. All right. Queer eyes. Whole hearts. Can't Can't lose. lose.